Hello, everybody. Welcome to week nine of Sunday Bum Day. Back at you with another podcast. Some more power rankings, some matchup previews, just some general uh, recap of what's been going on in the league. Anyway, want to start out by saying it is still a sweat match all the way up and down, one through nine. Okay, kind of 10 because Weber got his first win. But really, one through nine, I mean, no one is more than one game out of a playoff spot. Three teams at six and two, three teams at four and four, and three teams at three and five. One and seven, Weber, I mean, you have, uh, according to ESPN, a 1% chance to make the playoffs. So, hey, I mean, you never say never. You got your first win. You beat Dan Campbell's Lions in getting their first win because they had a horrific showing that I do not want to talk about anymore or relive. Anyway, who would have thought that the key to make it back from 0-7 was rostering three defenses? Can't flex them. Colts, Steelers, Seahawks. But don't worry, you're not alone. The biggest D also loves all the Ds. He's got Kansas City, the Buccaneers, and the Patriots. The Kansas City defense is the worst defense in the league. I don't care if it's Jordan Love. I don't care if it's Michael Jordan, current day Michael Jordan, playing quarterback against the Kansas City Chiefs defense. It does not matter. As long as Jordan Love knows where Daniel Sorensen is at all times, he can just throw it his way, and he's going to throw for 303. It's not going to matter. I don't know what you're doing, Dalen, but you know what? Hey, you might get CMC back. You might not. I don't know. Matt Rule just keeps saying, we'll see. We'll see how he feels. He was severely limited. Matt Rule and Pete Carroll, when it comes to injuries, I mean, the guy could be dead, and they'd say, we'll see, or it could be perfectly fine, and he'll say, we'll see. You could think he was fine, and then he doesn't play, and he goes on IR. Who knows? Anyway, this week around the league, we all know that crazy stuff that's happened and injuries and all that, so don't rehash that. Um, not much happening. McNichols getting picked up on the waiver wire. We got that going on. Uh, not many other huge waiver claims, um, but a lot of activity today up and down the waiver wire. Looks like Randon had a Wentz attack about 10 to 5, um, adding and dropping. And, yeah, a small trade, Randon trading. Joe Burrow to me for Brian Edwards should see a, an increased role there uh, with uh, no more Henry Ruggs, but that's all I'll say about that. Anyway, looking ahead to the power rankings, number one, Dalen. Somehow, someway, sweep up another win. He's six and two. I think finally his record is no longer the inverse of K College because there is no way that K College won a second game. So, hey. Congrats, Dalen, on being your currently second place standings, but first in the power rankings. Uh, number two, Wentz says Wentz says Wentz says Wentz says Wentz. He's climbed back up from, I want to say, 0 and 4 to 4 and 4. Just the team looks primed for a big run. Number three, I'm going to put myself, uh, team bounced back from being the lowest scorer to the highest scorer. Again, it's yo yoing. So, Weber, I play you this week. Probably going to drop 12 points. So. You might go two and seven. At number four, 
I got Tim. Tim, I know your team's been dealt some blows this week, but you still have a really solid core. Looks like Clyde's going to come back this week. Mike Williams will break out of that funk he's in. He's he's too good not to. I mean, this man has shown that he is a wide receiver one, and Josh Allen is always liable to drop 40. You got some guys on by, but Miles Sanders will be back. They got an easier schedule. Mike Evans, big Mike. Brady's favorite red zone target is big Mike. So that's a good squad. I want to say number five now. We're going to catch up on catch up on catch up. Again, Zeke, Devontae, Khalil Herbert looks like it's another week. And Mahomes has to turn around at some point. But AJ Green went on IR, so Alan might be searching for a wide receiver three. Not actual IR, COVID IR. Oh, no, wait. Devonta Adams just going to pop right back in there. He's fine. He's fine. But he is banking on CMC not playing with Chuba in his flex right now. Next up, we got John Fox. John Fox looks like he was going to get Saquon back, but Saquon might have tested positive for COVID today. But then the next one came back negative. Anyway, he's got Stafford in a plus matchup. Corderell Patterson scored Corderell Patterson. Chase Claypool, is Big Ben's noodle arm going to figure it out? I don't know. I heard once you go to a noodle arm, it doesn't magically get unnoodly, especially as you get older. Next up, we have a cluster at three and five. Um, I'm going to roll with probably Randon's team slightly ahead of Big D's. And the only reason I say that is because Antonio Gibson, excuse me, Antonio Gibson, is not looking healthy. Even though he's taken off the injury report, not looking healthy. And Justin Herbert, man, maybe him and Mike Evans are tied. Maybe it'll come through. But but Justin Herbert is looking a little like he's a little slumping a little bit, just a little bit. And Justin Jefferson, I want to say, you know, that week against Dallas, two for four for twenty-one. Is he is he okay? Is he hurt? He gets managers back, and Pittman's been a baller. And last week, I told you not to start Boston Scott because I thought it was going to be Kenneth Gainwell. Made fun of you for dropping all that fab on Boston Scott, and I was very very wrong. So do with that what you will. And finally, for Big D, the Dolphins defense, you get to play them and be confident about it. Maybe Terod might be back. Texans are liable to score in garbage time. You are so, so loyal to the Dolphins' defense. Anyone should have three defenses. It's Big D because he's been hanging with the Dolphins all year. But no, just two. (laughs) Just two. After Big D, I promised Weber if he got a win, he would move up the power ranking. So Weber, welcome to number nine. A lot of Qs, a lot of Os in this lineup right now. Mike Davis, I left him for dead last week. Left him for dead. Hey, you got nine carries, five catches on six targets. That's 14 touches. Mike Davis has risen from the fantasy grave, and he is alive again. Unfortunately, Allen Robinson was not traded, so he is not. And Brandon Ayuk is TBD. He got some more targets and played some more snaps, but why does Kyle Shanahan hate him? He's getting the Dante Pettis treatment. Drafted him high, and then Kyle Shanahan, I don't know. Maybe Brandon Ayuk is... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, number 10, Brandon, I'm sorry. Your team is stepping away from fantasy football. Yeah. Dalvin Cook and Nick Chubb and Jalen Hurts, that trio at the top, 
looking good. Amari Cooper with a big game last week. Maybe you might want Cooper Rush to keep starting. That's all I'm saying. I know, probably not. Marquise Brown is a great matchup. Cole Beasley was Josh Allen's best friend last week. Dalton Schultz has been very solid. I know you're at 10 this week just because of last week's performance and some of the injuries, but also Chris Carson, rumor is he might be coming back. Who knows? Anyway, the pieces are there, Brandon. The pieces are there, but for now, you're at 10. All right. I know I talked a lot about some of the players. I'm going to get into a matchup preview. First up, we have... Positive performing Paulie Randon versus Dalen, the biggest D. All right. I talked about some players. Randon's team just kind of disappeared last week. I don't think it happens again. I really, really don't. Dalen might get Christian McCaffrey back. I'm not banking on it. Emmanuel Sanders was nowhere to be found last week. Dalen is running a some risky business here. Even if he does get McCaffrey back. I also wonder, Dalen, you say you're the biggest D, but do you have the stones to sit George Kittle? Because I'm looking. Mike Kosicki has Houston. And Houston has been destroyed by tight ends this year. And Mike Kosicki is, he's been really great. But can you sit Josh Jacobs with all that volume? Can you sit Damian Harris with how he's been going? If Christian McCaffrey plays, obviously you're not sitting Christian McCaffrey. Dalen, you might be lineup trolling right now, but I really don't think you are. And I think you're going to sit Kittle for Gesicki. I don't know if I would have the balls to do it, but I know you love being Wensy with your tight ends. Anyway, enough of a monologue on Dalen's team. I am a Javante Williams truther. Uh, he is incredibly elusive, breaks a lot of tackles. He has graded out incredibly on a lot of Running back metrics, but Vic Vangio just says, nope, I love Melvin Gordon. Love Melvin Gordon and his low yards after contact. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be tight. If McCaffrey plays, I'll give it to Dalen, but I don't know if he does. So I'm going to say the team bounces back. Brian Edwards has a little bit of a breakout here. A.J. Brown keeps doing A.J. Brown things. Kamara with Taysom Hill gets a lot of work. I know Taysom Hill might steal some touchdowns, but he's coming off a concussion, so maybe he doesn't even start. I don't know. Anyway, big week for Kamara, big week for A.J. Brown, big week for Jamar Chase, and Kyle Pitts, no way he's held to whatever that two points was last time. This one goes to Randinho. Next up, we have Cup D's Nuts versus Ketchup on Ketchup. Um, sorry about A.J. Green today. It's okay. I got some wide receivers if you need one. Anyway, Big D, team looks fully locked and loaded with Antonio. Don't have to worry about playing Antonio this week. You can just let him rest up on the bench. Lineup looking stacked. Starting Herbert Neckler against Alum's Eagles. That's a little fun twist for this week. Um, without the third wide receiver in there, I know it's eventually going to be Adams. And, you know, probably won't flex Hubbard unless it is. Tough to really predict too much here. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Big D. He's going to move up to four and five. Um, we'll drop to four and five, and we'll just keep that cluster in the middle going. Team is stepping away from Fans Football versus Josh Unlimited. Both of these teams have been beat up. 
I'm a big Derrick Henry fan, and it hurts that he is hurt. I know Tim must be feeling it much more than I am. I'm sorry. But Clyde should be back. Joe Mixon looking great after last week. Josh Allen gets Jacksonville. Woo! And Mike Will, he had a rough week and then the bye. And then last week, New England always shuts down the top option, and that was Mike Will. So better days for Mike Will starting this week. Hunter Henry has been Mac Jones, one of Mac Jones' favorite red zone targets when they throw it. Jeremy McNichols, I don't even know if AP is going to be ready to play this week. McNichols could see a lot of run. On Brandon's side, Jalen Hurts, it hurt last week. He didn't get any garbage time, but against the Chargers, he should get that garbage time. Love. Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb will bounce back from their medium yard, low touchdown performances. Mari Cooper, Marquise Hollywood, Brown. Saw a lot of targets. Both of them did last week. Cole Beasley didn't practice today, I don't think, but he'll probably be fine. Dalton Schultz, Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson always liable for that one big play. And the Vegas D against Danny Dimes and the Giants. Interesting, interesting, interesting. See how that plays out. Anyway, I think Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Clyde, Mike Will are too much, plus the Buffalo D against Jacksonville. I mean, that could be they, – they could that Buffalo D could have one of their, like, 15-point weeks this week. I'm going to say Josh Unlimited in Derrick Henry's honor comes out, gets a dub, moves to 6-2. and two. Seven and two. Sorry, you are six and two. Seven and two. Seven and two. It's week nine. Moving along. Lance Refrigeration versus Dan Campbell's Lions. This one is tricky. Michael Carter looking like Walmart Camaro with Mike White out there and no Corey Davis. Don't know if he scores a touchdown this one, but at least the volume should be there. Tyreek Hill had a heavily targeted game last week. Jerry Judy, second game back. Maybe he gets some more work. Stephon Diggs against Jacksonville. Looks like a good matchup. Having to stream tight end. I was trying to get the Mooth. Mooth. But I kind of messed up my waiver claims and my fab. And he slipped through to Wentz for $0. I really messed that one up. But Dan Arnold, the postman, should be good. Daryl Henderson, Sunday night against Tennessee. We'll see if he can keep it rolling. Other side, Rodgers with COVID, probably not playing, actually definitely not playing because of the protocols. James Robinson has that heel, that bruised heel, we'll see. Eli Mitchell has those ribs, I guess we'll see. DeAndre Hopkins with the hammy, I guess we'll see. Holy cow, Weber, you're a lot of we'll sees. Dan Campbell's Lions, I mean, they're on a bye week this week. Sounds like half of your team might end up the same way. But Hop always plays. Eli Mitchell said he's going to be fine, and Robinson's tough too. So they, they'll probably end up going. Anyway, I think as long as all those guys go and, and you know, Weber decides that a non-COVID quarterback would be better than COVID Aaron Rodgers, I think Weber takes this one from me. I really do. Gets a second win and starts the road back to the improbable Six and seven playoff berth. But hey, six and seven probably keeps you out of Sacco contention or maybe close, depending on the tear you go on in the year. So I get to play spoiler, get to make sure you are not stuck in an IHOP for 24 hours eating your way out of it. Yeah, that, I mean, it could be fun, but IHOP, man, that's greasy. Yeah. I mean, IHOP, I, f- I feel like, okay, I feel like IHOP is like, the little Caesars of breakfast food. Like I'll always, always fuck with IHOP 
I'm not going to feel good afterwards, but like it's IHOP. Like, you know what you're getting. It's not that expensive. You can get a lot of pancakes. You can get a lot of food. It's not the worst. Like it's better than no IHOP. Just like Little Caesars is better than no Little Caesars. But you might feel really gross really soon after. So, I mean, that that that's good. 24 hours in an IHOP. If they're even open 24 hours anymore, I don't even know. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Got off, off track there, sorry. Anyway, the game of the week. The charging... Wentz says, Wentz says, Wentz and Wentz. Winners of three in a row. Taking on dogs, which got off the losing path last week. Here we go. Lamar Jackson versus Matthew Stafford. I just saw something come across. Matthew Stafford adds he has some stiffness in his back. Feels good. Ready to play on Sunday. We've seen this before with stiffness in his back, which ended up being a broken bone. I don't know. We'll see. See what they do. I'm sure he'll play, but just keep it in mind. Lamar Jackson, fresh off the bye against Minnesota, who just let Cooper rush, rush and throw all over them. Advantage Lamar. JT and Najee against Corderell and Saquon slash Devonde Booker. Booker, excuse me. I'm going to take Taylor and Najee there to, I mean, if I'm being honest, too, I mean, they're at least top 10, probably top five backs right now. they both volume kings, volume kings. And even if the Pittsburgh offense isn't good, I mean, Najee Harris is is the Pittsburgh offense. On the wide receivers, we got T. Higgins, T. Higgins Brandon Cooks, Jalen Waddle against D.J. Moore, Cortland Sutton, and Adam Thielen. Thielen coming alive the past two weeks. Been encouraging to see Cortland Sutton. I mean, always the deep threat there, and, and him and Teddy B seem to have a connection. DJ Moore, it's been disappointing since the hot start for DJ Moore. The last few weeks, 6.3, 8.4, 10.3, 7.9. I mean, it's not killing you, but it's not what you expected after the, the boom to start, you know, those 17.9, 16.5, 27.9 weeks. Anyway, I think this one leans to Fox with his receiving crew. But I do like me some T. Higgins this week. I think this could be a T. Higgins game. Anyway, at tight end, Muth against Dallas Goddard. Goddard looks really good with no Ertz. I'm going to lean Goddard, even though I love me some Muth and think he could get in the end zone on Monday night. Ooh, this is going to be sweaty. Got some Monday night matchups here. with Claypool Monday night. Big Ben's noodle arm, it does not look good for the deep shots, but if they can get Claypool involved around line of scrimmage, he's so big, so fast, so strong, they got to get him the ball. And Melvin Gordon, as much as I hate to say it, he's looking like the guy that they trust more right now. And I think he'll, I mean, he'll get the opportunities. You know, 10 for 47 and a touchdown last week with a receiving touchdown as well. I'm going to lean Melvin Gordon just because I don't trust Ben's noodle arm. Then Rams defense versus the Panthers defense is pretty close because Tennessee is not a pushover. I am going to roll with the Rams. And in this matchup, I think Wentz says, Wentz says, Wentz says, Wentz says, Wentz. Chris, I think he stays hot. Chris, Wentz says, Wentz. Chris and the Cats take down the dogs. And that, I believe, does it for the matchup preview. 
Some news and notes coming up. Just want to let you guys know our trade deadline is December 3rd at 3 a.m. So we got uh, one month from today. I know y'all love the latest trade trade deadline we have. So I'll let you know, December 3rd, 3 a.m. That's the deadline. That's it. That's what we're going with. And I think... I think that is everything I have for you all today. Thank you so much for listening, for hanging out with me for about 20 minutes. And until next time, good luck in week nine. Let's get sweaty. And tonight, go Broncos. Go Broncos. Maction, midweek maction, baby. See y'all next week.